everyone. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners, and we talk about time management and lifestyle tips. This week's podcast is going to be called The Struggle is Real. And I started seeing this meme pop up over several months. And for some reason, over the last couple of weeks, they phrase has been in my head and I think I've said it a couple of times and I looked it up um I've just heard people say it like especially like when they're tired or for like a Monday morning and I looked up some of the memes and it's a lot of memes of like a dog passed out on the porch or someone waking up on Monday morning or a toddler with their hair all messed up and so it was very clear to me that Lots of people are very much feeling the struggle is real. So I wanted to talk about just a couple of tips that maybe can get you through your days, weeks, etc., months. Um, I will tell you I am still having the same old kind of craziness that I've been having for the last year. And it really started about, I would say about maybe June last year, I had like a bit of a, I don't know if I want to call it a reprieve so much, but last March, so March 2020, when everything was shutting down, basically what happened to me was a lot of my court hearings um, were pushed and just canceled and then were for new dates. This happened for about eight weeks because everyone just thought we would be on this little eight-week lockdown and we'd come out of it. And of course, we're a year, over a year into it later, and things are still not back to normal, even with the vaccine and tons of people getting vaccinated. Um, I still have um, so many so many court hearings that are... Um, virtual. In fact, pretty much everything's virtual. And I recently just had a trial set for the end of the month that's supposed to be in person. And we're ta- we've had so many hearings leading up to it to try to figure out what this is going to look like. And I have another one tomorrow because I'm not joking when I say every day is a new day. Um, the last thing that I heard, because it's a jury trial, that um, the thing that I heard a few weeks ago was that we'd be required to wear masks the whole time. The la- next thing that I heard was that um, we could not have our client, we could have one client with us, and you couldn't have another attorney with you. The attorney part's okay with me because I do these trials by myself. You know, sometimes I'll have my staff come and... Um, meet me for a little bit or or help me with something, but I do a jury trial. I'm the only one sitting at the table. So we were told a few days ago, you can only have one of your clients. Both of us have two clients, myself and the other attorney, and you can only have one attorney and the other attorney wants to have a co-counsel. So everything is just nuts. Like just things are changing on a daily basis. So we're having another hearing tomorrow to 
I guess, figure out what's going on. I still don't know. Just every day is different. So besides for this like kind of brief reprieve, and even then it wasn't, it wasn't incredibly well, um, restful because basically what happened was everyone, everything got canceled and everything got pushed. So I had to have numerous conversations with clients and say, this is what's going on. I had a client die during that time period and there was all this stuff going on and it has just been going and going and going. And now since I would say since after the first of the year, particularly people want to come in and they will, um, you know, they have whatever, um, legal issue has been on their minds for sometimes a year and then we're dealing with what that legal issue is and and trying to resolve it and people want to come in in person so there's all this traffic in my in my office and a lot of drop-ins lately where people are just coming in and either already a client and want to speak to me or not a client and want to speak to me so it's just a lot lately and then I had the COVID vaccine about a week ago, so a week ago, I had a hearing that got canceled. And so I checked online and I could get in for the COVID vaccine. And the location that I went after I got my vaccine, I found out that it's closing down. So I have to figure out a place to get my second shot. So that's something, again, all up in the air. Like, how do I get this done? Um, and the COVID shot made me, I, I got the Pfizer. It made me super tired for probably three days and a bit feverish. Like my cheeks were burning. I never ended up taking my temperature, but, um, there was one day I was just sitting on the couch and I was like, passed out not like passed out in in the terms of fainting but just was exhausted and really I've felt I mean I think it's two different things but I haven't felt great since I got the shot but my two grandsons who live with me they both have had coughs and it's been something that has been kind of hitting me um, when your toddler gets a cough, they kind of go crazy with it. And I've had where just sometimes I'll just like start coughing like crazy. And, you know, it'll be like once a day. Like today I was on the phone with someone and I put it on mute so I could cough like crazy. I'm very dry. I think a lot of it is this weather. Like it's starting to get warm and everything is in bloom. And I'm sneezing a bunch from everything that's in bloom. And the sneezing is making me tired. Uh, yesterday we went to Ant we um, the town that I live in Anthem. They actually had their annual festival called Anthem Days, and I went to it yesterday. And a combination of the heat and being out in the grass, when I came back in the afternoon, I took like an hour and a half nap. And I think the night before I had slept like I don't know eight and a half hours. It wasn't you know. A, um, an abbreviated sleep, but I was just exhausted. So it's just been a lot. And so I've been thinking of a couple of things that maybe I'm doing that I can share with you to 
help you get through your struggle. I'm getting up early. Um, the sun is up by 5.30. I probably am going to switch my alarm to 5 soon, um, probably this week. And I get up early and I just try to get some work done. I'll tell you what happened to me today. So I get up uh, 5.30. I put on a pot of coffee. Tell my husband. My husband was up. I said, I put on a pot of coffee. And he comes down and we're sitting there. And both of my daughters who are mothers walk in with the babies. And I said, what is this, the 6 a.m. club? And um, then for the next couple of hours as I was trying to work, at different times I was holding a baby so my daughters could get ready or feeding a baby or just spending some time with the baby. And so my morning was not as productive as I liked. And I'll tell you this too. I worked a ton over the weekend. I just threw out the weekend, had my laptop with me, had a pile of work and just worked whenever I could. Worked outside, worked at the kitchen table, worked at my desk. Wherever I could work, I worked. So the point is, I try to get up early and get a head start on it. For me, that is in, I was just reading an article about it recently, where, where are you most productive? Like, figure it out. There are people who are night owls and are very productive at night. And not productive like they binge 20 episodes of The Office. Like, that's not productive. But actually will organize their closets, uh, clean their house, get their laundry done. If they have work from work, they'll do it at night. That is not me. I had some work that I was doing throughout yesterday afternoon and around seven, um, I finished up dinner and put on a movie and thought I would get back to that work and did not. I set it down and set my alarm for the morning and thought, you're going to have to start over. So that's one of my tips. Like find your productive time and get up early if that is your productive time. Um, also, what I did this weekend, I actually booked a trip. I booked a trip for my husband and I to go to Hawaii in the next few months. I was a very... It actually did not give me the joy that it has in the past because of all the uncertainty with everything. But I read a bunch about it. I researched the flights. I had miles that I could use on the flights. I found a hotel that's on the beach. And it just seemed lovely to do this. And I planned it for the end of the hot season in Arizona to just kind of give a break from all the heat. There is about 90 days in Arizona where it is just the worst. And that is from July 1st till the end of September. And the thing about though that time frame is a lot of places in the country are just as hot, um, if not hot, at least humid. So there's really not a whole lot of places I'm finding that you can go and like, for instance, I probably wouldn't want to go to Disneyland during those times. I have. I've gone to Disneyland during September with this vision in my mind that it's going to be cooled down, and then you go there, and it's 103 in September. So trying to find something that is, like, really, really different from Arizona 
And a lot of that involves beaches and oceans. So I planned a trip, talked about it with my spouse, and and we thought, let's just do it. You know, he's been talking about Hawaii for years, like how much he would like to go to Hawaii. And I was like a little bit ambivalent about it. I figured it seemed like a pain to get there. Um, It is expensive, but like I said, we have some miles that we're using, so that's making it more um, financially financially able to do it. Also, we're not bringing everyone with us, (laughs) which is sometimes part of the expense of the trip. Like, well, you know, I've gone out to California and flown like my daughters with me and that sort of thing. So in any event, book a trip if you can or do something fun. Um, also kind of along the same line is just do something fun, even if it's little. I went to my brother's house on Saturday, and we had pizza for my nephew's birthday. Simple as heck. And it was just so nice to see everybody. And the crazy thing was, and we have been seeing each other all along, but I don't know. It felt nicer for some reason. And we went to um, my brother's, and the crazy thing was, like, half of us really dressed up, and we didn't plan it or talk about it we weren't like let's all get dressed up and I'm not talking about we didn't have ball gowns on or anything but we definitely um you know a lot of uh, cute shoes and skirts and dresses and just was dressed up more than maybe we usually would have also like I said this weekend was the anthem days so a group of us got together and walked around went early went um early to Anthem Days to beat the heat and had lunch afterwards and it just worked out nice. And then that's when afterwards I came back and took a nap. So take a nap if you can too. Um, Also another tip is cut something out if you need to. I am finding just out of necessity there is more things that I need to say no to. I just do not have the time. Um, certain cases, um, meetings of different kinds. I'm getting more and more mindful of my schedule and just keeping my schedule up to date. I've had to put my schedule on my phone as well. Something I fought for years, like years I fought that. But, um, it's so much more convenient to have it on there. And I try not to be tied to it, but if I need to look up something really quick, it's just really, really nice to have it on my phone. So the point I was trying to make is cut something out if you need to. I have been grouping meetings together like crazy um, to try to just get in as many meetings as possible and leave blocks of time to work on the projects that I need to work on as well. And you want to hear something crazy? When you're doing this, don't stress about it. This is a a, a directive to me, particularly, because I'll tell you what happened. Last week, I had um, a ton of meetings, and three, it was a combination of canceled or no-showed um, potential new clients. I ruminated about that for probably, I, I don't know. I can't say how much time it was, but I thought about it for a really long time where I'm thinking, well, these three people called and canceled or they um, 
didn't show up. So, you know, now what? Like, am I going to have enough business? And then I just thought to myself, are you crazy? Like, you are so overscheduled. And it's not like when someone cancels or doesn't show, I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs. It's filled in instantly with whatever work I need to do. I mean, I'm getting so many emails. I, I can't even stay on top of it. I was answering emails on Saturday night. This weekend, I don't know what it was, but throughout the weekend, there were all sorts of emails on like substantive issues. Hundreds, um, not hundreds that I had to answer, but hundreds of emails that I had, had to come in and I had to sort through. So Saturday night, I spent probably over an hour sitting on my patio. The sun went down while I was out there. All of a sudden, I'm sitting in the dark and I'm answering all these emails. So why would I be stressed about canceled meetings? I don't know. I can't explain it. But sometimes you do have to cut things out. Another thing to do, it's in this time period, I feel like especially more than anything else, you have to stay on top of your emails. The amount of emails that I'm getting is so overwhelming and it will be emails that will set things on a short period of time. Like for example, I got an email from the court today that wanted to set a hearing for tomorrow morning. So I really can't look at my emails at say 6 p.m. You have to sort of stay on top of them throughout the day. So do what you can. Sometimes I'll just say, I'm going to set my timer for 15 minutes and get through as many emails as I can. Um, and, and that kind of helps too. Um, another thing to do is spend some time with your colleagues. I work with two wonderful women, and they are so smart. They help me look at things fresh. I can run things past them. I can vent to them a little bit. And just spending like a bit of time with them can be great. You know, every once in a while, um, you know, once every week or so or every other week, I'll get office for the or lunch for the office. And last time I did, we all sat at the conference room table and just talked. And it was only, you know, 20 minutes, but it was great. It was such a refresh. And what I did um, recently, and I'll let you know how it goes, is I purchased an online CLE because I was really... Um, sort of missing the in-person continuing legal education. I have heard from a couple of the agencies where I do in-person CLE, and I would travel to these because, as I've said before, if I went to a CLE, I could really focus on it. I could just spend time. I, You know, the phone wasn't ringing, and I've been doing online CLE, and it works out okay. But there will be times where I'll have to jump on a call or someone walks into the office or the court schedules something. And when you're just there in your office, like you really can't say, oh, I'm doing a CLE, so bye, see you later. You have to take a break on it. Or like I'll notice an email come in and I will look at the email and then I'll be like, okay, I haven't heard like the last three minutes of the CLE. 
So I purchased an online CLE for my office and we're going to bring in breakfast and watch it on Thursday morning. We'll see how that goes, you know, trying something new. So maybe that's another thing as well. Try something new. Um, I originally felt like when everything was happening with COVID, I was still feeling like the months were kind of ticking along and there felt like a bit of a separation for me. But now that I spent a year without traveling and a year without in-person CLE and the vast majority of my hearings virtual, it really is starting to get that Groundhog Day feel and I need to get out of that funk somehow and that's what I'm trying to do. You can hear my voice a little bit. I don't know if you can hear it, but this is sort of the remnants of the the cough that I've been having, making my voice a little bit froggy. So those are just some tips. Again, the struggle is real. Hang in there. Um, oh, gosh, another thing I'll say about the, just taking a step back to that topic. For over two years, I did this podcast on a weekly basis. The first weekend that I did the podcast, I did three podcasts in one weekend just to get used to talking in the microphone, get used to the recording. And I'm at the point now where I can barely squeeze it in every other weekend. I can't figure out my schedule anymore. <laughs> so I was even thinking, I'm like, should I still do this podcast? Because I've, I don't know if I'm giving people tips that are helpful because I feel I am having an epic fail in my schedule. Um, I have not made it back to church in person I, a couple of times that I went um, for holidays, but um, otherwise I watch it online. This weekend, I couldn't even watch it at the regular times. I haven't, hadn't, haven't had time to shop or go to the movies. Um, I feel like I'm not seeing friends. It's just really, really difficult. It's like kind of like working all around the clock all the time. So hang in there. The struggle is real. Look at some of the memes. They're actually very cute. I have a couple of movie reviews for you. One is a movie I haven't finished yet, but I'm enjoying it so much that I wanted to put out a review for it. It's called The 40-Year-Old Version, V-E-R-S-I-O-N. It is about a woman playwright who is 40, and she's sort of at a crossroads at what to do. And she becomes a rapper for her art. It's all about working in the arts. The, the woman, who, I think she wrote it too, is hilarious. For some reason, I, had, I was avoiding it because I thought it was more like a, a documentary or a mockumentary. It's not. It's a movie. Um, it's in black and white. But that doesn't, sometimes for me, black and white takes away from a movie, but I'm not feeling it with this one. It's a short movie, but I just, I've had no time. But I watched half of it, and it is so enjoyable and funny. And it's on a, a lot of best of lists for the year. So I encourage you to see it. It's on Netflix, so pretty much everyone has Netflix now. So you may want to check it out. Another movie on Netflix, which maybe is one to skip, I was so excited about this movie. It's called Things Seen and Heard. And it was supposed to be a horror movie with Amanda Seyfried. It had a few 
like great moments, like a few just little, very spooky scenes and um, that I really, really, really enjoyed and the setup of it I enjoyed. Uh, it's a husband and wife go to upstate New York to live and there's issues with the house. That is like a perfect setup for a movie for me. Upstate New York, I've, I've said this as a joke for years, must be the scariest place in the world because every horror movie takes place in upstate New York, starting with Amityville Horror. And there's tons of other movies otherwise that have the same setup. But it's a, it, it, there's just something very spooky about upstate New York. So it had all of that like good base and then it just eh, like nothing it also was two hours a bunch of it could have been cut out there was a couple of um scenes where you felt things were like really going somewhere and it just sort of petered out it wasn't very cohesive like at the end it really could have been tied up in a very cool way and it wasn't it was like kind of spotty and choppy. Um, in my mind, I see it as like a very cool ending, like what could have been. Like it could have been very like fast paced and tied it all together and a little bit like had some revenge at the end and, and some scary things. And instead it was like, now here's a scene with this person and this happened. And then here's another scene with this person and this happened. And it wasn't tied together. It was very odd that, I don't know. Um, I am not a movie maker. <laughs> so I always sort of feel bad about criticizing these, but there really was something there where if you would have lopped up half an hour and changed some things about the end, it had the, and it had this ending where the potential of the ending could have been really cool. And it just sort of like flashed at you. Like, here's what it is. And I think I know what it is, but it was just like such a flash. I was like, why, you know, why have it like that? So in any event, um, you, it's on Netflix, so it's not hurting anything. Obviously, if you watch it, it's fine. It's watchable. I really like Amanda Seyfried and, um, and the husband is, um, I don't know the actor who's the husband, but he is equal parts um he's kind of a creeper and a jerk but uh, but you don't oh gosh I hope I didn't spoil it for anyone but you don't know that at least initially although I think the preview kind of um if you read the description it sort of sets it off that that may be where it's going if you are thinking about wanting to see a horror movie with Amanda Seyfried and you want to see a better one there's one that came out last year called You Should Have Left, which I think is playing on Peacock, which you can download for free. <coughs> it's with Kevin Bacon, and it's sort of like being in a in someone's nightmare. It has some really cool elements. It plays with time. It's a short movie. I think it's an hour and a half. Um, it has like a little... It has a twist at the end that I would say that you could see coming from miles away. <laughs> but um, it also has like this little cool thing at the end 
um, the, like the big reveal, as I'll call it, I don't think was very much a big reveal, but then there was like a very cool, like smaller reveal. So if you download Peacock and watch that, I think that's definitely worth the watch. And I don't think it's a movie that anyone has really seen. And it was one that I really enjoyed last year um, for a lot of movies where I felt like I was really trying to find um, a good movie. Maybe not so much on like the dramas. I think there's a lot of good dramas out there. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago 7 was great. Um, uh one Night in Miami was very good. Like a lot of great dramas, but from the horror side, I'm which I'm always looking for a great horror movie, um, slim pickings for sure. A lot of just kind of crap in a way. I'm so excited to see the movie Spiral, which is Chris Rock's take on the, on the Saw franchise. Like his idea and then... Uh, someone wrote a screenplay based on his idea, and he stars in it, and Samuel L. Jackson stars in it. Like, I cannot wait for this movie. I think it comes out in the next two weeks. Okay. Um, oh, if you're looking for a book to read, I'm not too far into it, but it seems kind of interesting. It's called The Sanatorium. Sanitarium, I think. And it is about a... I don't know what kind of sanitarium was. It was either... It might have been a... This is a fiction book. Um, it's about a sanitarium that was up in the mountains, and it may have been like a old-timey mental health facility, and someone has made it into a modern hotel. So I'm probably about 100 pages into it, so right now it's just a lot of setup. It definitely has the the Shining vibe to me, um, which I don't, I'm not being original by calling that, that, because I think a lot of people have made that comparison, but... Um, I'm hoping that it's good because I really felt like lately I just keep turning back to the books that I have loved over the years and I'm rereading a lot of books like I'm rereading Gone with the Wind and um, I'm rereading something else and I can't remember what. Anyways, in any event, um, I always want to pick up The Shining. <laughs> like I could reread that book over and over again. But you have to step away from books for a period of time so that when you do go back to it, you know, it's not like you're uh, reading a memorized book. You're just, you're enjoying it um, and, and some parts may have faded and then like you can re-enjoy them again. So um, check out the sanitarium book. Um, I checked it out from the library and I am enjoying it thoroughly so far. So that's it for this week. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Patreon under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Facebook under my law office. My website is brummerlaw.com. On Patreon, I'm having a very, very good special. It is for... I think it's $20. Um, for $20, you can get a custom tie-dyed t-shirt and a handwritten note from me with a time management tip for you. <coughs> See, can you hear that? That's my cough that's just been kind of lingering since the babies have had coughs. Um, the tie-dyed t-shirt is created by my husband, Rob. He also has a store on Etsy 
where I the shirts are selling for more money than you can get on my Patreon page. And um, just donate, and I will send you a t-shirt and a note. So thanks so much. We'll be back in two weeks to talk more about time management and lifestyle tips.